do you have a brand that feels right to you? Like if you've been feeling off with your brand, then like, let's talk about it. How do, how can we make it feel more aligned to where you're at? Maybe it's not a name change. Maybe it's not making like a drastic change like I am doing, but if it doesn't feel right for you anymore, how can we start to tweak it to be more of like what your vision is building toward? Welcome to The Scaling Lounge, a podcast for established service-based business owners who believe in working smarter, resting often, playing always, and dreaming bigger. I'm your host, Adrienne Gallia, and I want to help you create time, financial, and lifestyle freedom by scaling with systems, strategy, and the support of a team so that your business is able to grow with or without you. Let's get to it. So part of what makes me, what I would say, wired quote unquote, wired to be a business owner is constantly having new ideas. I think that's a real hallmark of someone who wants to be a business owner, who doesn't want to necessarily have to work for someone else, who doesn't want to necessarily be, I don't want to say chained to a cubicle, but if if a cubicle feels chaining, then you know what I mean. <laughs> for some people it doesn't, but you know, that sense of like, I don't want to be tethered to a cubicle or to a corporate environment, or even in, in an environment that doesn't like constantly stimulate my being able to have new things to go after and think about and do things for myself and have that independent thought and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a real hallmark of a business owner. That is what that that's definitely what fuels me as a business owner, but it's also part of the problem around why things start to feel stale and that's not always helpful for businesses. So I want to talk about that today, how this has happened to me quite a lot in the last couple of months, but especially after I made one big mistake, it really started to make, it, it really became obvious to me why things were feeling stale and why what I did to course correct that did not work. And it's completely changing my brand. So let's talk about this. Okay. I would say if you have been around for a minute, you know that I talk about discernment being one of the key foundational aspects of being a business owner, because like that constant, constantly wanting to ideate, constantly being in a stage of ideation, having all the new ideas, wanting to try all the new things, being willing to just like jump in feet first, you know, build the plane while you're flying it. That's a big part of being a business owner. And if you have that, but you don't have discernment, a lot of like, you're just, you're, you're handicapping yourself because you are basically like putting your blinders on to the things that are actually going to help you move the business down the road in a way that's not like constantly unstable. So discernment is really key. Now it can be tricky because I had a conversation with someone yesterday who was like, hindsight is 2020, which is super cliche, but like, it's so easy to look back on decisions that you make and the path that you chose to take and look back and go, well, that didn't make any sense at all. Why did I, why did I think that was going to be a good idea? Why did I choose that? Why did I, you know, and hindsight is almost always 2020. And it's that sense of like, do you have enough discernment in the moment to be able to look back and say, I understand why I made these decisions. That doesn't always happen. And that is very much what happened to me recently. So a few months, a few months back to tell the story, my business started to feel off, <laughs> just off. And so I tweaked it and I made it worse is really what happened. And so I want to talk about I want to talk about what happened. I, I want to talk about what I'm doing to course correct it and then the big changes that are coming out of this. So where this where this started, I knew things felt off. 
I knew that things didn't feel the way that I wanted them to feel. And it really became obvious to me. Like I've been thinking these thoughts, things become real for me when I say them out loud. Like that's a key indicator for me around whether I, first of all, I don't really know how I feel about them until I say them out loud. So a lot of times I'll kick things around in my head and I like intentionally not say them out loud because I'm not ready to yet. <laughs> but then once I do say them out loud, it's almost instant for me that I realize, oh yes, I want this or oh no, I didn't want this. So uh, things felt off. And then I had a conversation with, her name is Jessie. She's been my best friend since we were, we we're like five years old. It's been 30 plus years at this point. And she asked me what the name of my business was. She was, you know, lots of time, especially like Jesse has four kids. She lives a couple hours away from me at this point. So we don't talk nearly as often as, as either of us would like to. We definitely don't see each other as often as we would like to. And so usually when we catch up, I ask her, she's a pharmacist. So I'll say, you know, how are things at the hospital? She's the chief of pharmacy now. And so, you know, how are things going with, with your team and blah, blah, blah. And she'll ask me, how's your business going? And I'm used to answering that question. How's your business going? Okay. It's, you know, it's good. My family asks me that. My friends ask me that. How are things going with your business? Okay, great. I know how to answer that question. She asked me though, what is the name of your business? And that was really revealing to me because when she asked me the name of my business, which is Soulpreneur, I didn't, I didn't want to say it. And the reason I didn't want to say it was because this person that knows me really well, who has known me since I was a little kid in like, well, I don't know, kindergarten, first grade, whatever we were in at, the, at that point, and who's known me my entire life through all the ups and the downs and the the milestones and the whatever. I was like, I know when I say this name, she's going to be like, that doesn't, why, like, why did you pick that name? Because that doesn't sound like you. And in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, it was such a huge light bulb for me. Cause I was like, oh, there's so much coming up for me around. Why don't I want to say this? And what, you know, and I told her, I said, you know, I'm, I almost feel weird telling you this. And like, I talked through all the things that I was just saying right now to her and I was like, you know, I think I've been feeling this way for a while because I, you know, I want to start this other business. This I've talked about this on the podcast before that I want to start a media company. And I said, oh, at the end of 2023 or the beginning of 2024, it's probably going to be the beginning of, of next year. Like I, I know that I want to start a media company and the name, like I've known the name for a long time. I had started something with this name a while ago and just didn't have the capacity to do anything with it. But I was like, I love the name. And so it's always sat there in the back of my mind. And I was like, and that name is so me. It's so my personality. It works out like I'm so excited by the name. I Whatever, whatever, whatever. And so she was like, just tell me what it is. And so I said, the name of my business is Soulpreneur. And she was like, oh, okay, well, I like that. And she was like, why don't you, like, why didn't you want to tell me that? And I was like, well, I don't, it's like, it's just not really my personality. And it really isn't, it really isn't. Like, I wouldn't consider myself necessarily like a, a soulful person. And I get asked a lot, like, are more than I would care to be asked, which is another flag for me. Like, does it have anything to do with spirituality or religion? And the answer to that is most definitely no. I, you know, I'm not really a, I don't consider myself necessarily a spiritual person like the universe. And I think that there are other things at play. And I believe in concepts that are potentially more spiritual and whatever, but, and I was raised Catholic and I don't like, well, sure. I'll go to church. I, Catholic mass is interesting to me, whatever, but I'm not like, it has nothing to do with that. So, uh, you know, like it just, it, it has nothing to do with it. And I've been asked that a few times and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Like, I don't want that. I don't want someone to be, I don't want someone to have the question of, 
is what I'm going to do with this person connected at all to some type of spiritual practice or some type of religion, because that's not the case at all. So, you know, I, I told her that. And then she was like, oh, you know, it's not necessarily to me, that name doesn't remind me of religion or spirituality. It, it, to me, it sounds like someone who does business, but has integrity. And I was like, that's good. That is why I chose it. Like, that is exactly why I chose that name. And she was like, okay, tell me the name. Tell me the other name, like the other, the other business. I'm going to refrain from telling you that I'm going to hold on to it for a minute. But I told her what it was. And she was like, oh yeah, that's you. That's a hundred percent. That's it. And I was like, I know the like solopreneur, it's not me. But the other thing definitely is. So I I walked away. We talked about it. And we got up on, on her. She got four kids. I think I already said that. We talked about the kids. We talked about her husband. We talked about all the other things. But I walked away from that conversation going something. It's, t- it's time to change something. And the thing that really nailed this in the, the, co- the nail in the coffin for me was when I changed the name of the podcast. Because I knew that I wanted congruency around my brand and what I was building. And so... For me, I was like, it, you know, my business is called Soulpreneur, so I'm going to change the name of the podcast to The Soulpreneur Show. That makes sense to me. And I did it. And I was like, oh, I, I love the artwork. I love the artwork. But there was really nothing. Else. Like, once I changed it, I was like, mm, if I like this, I don't know if that was the move. I don't know if that was the good idea. Like, but I knew because the name of the podcast before that was Sustainable Scaling. And I knew that I didn't want that to be my brand name for lots of different reasons that I won't go into. But I knew that I didn't want to change it to that. And so I went the other way around. And then I was like, maybe I went about this all the wrong way. So the lesson here is I think sometimes you have to make a mistake to realize what you really want. And that's really what has come out of this to me. Going down the road of, I'm going to change the name of the podcast to The Soulpreneur Show. That was a big mistake for me. It was a big mistake for me because I knew, like, there was even, I knew that I didn't want to do because I was hesitant to tell other people that that was the name that it was going to be. And I was like, I know it's not really me, but I didn't connect. It wasn't like I saw that as a red flag. I just didn't recognize it, even though, even though I was saying those things to myself, probably because I didn't ever say them out loud. Had I said them out loud, I probably would have gone, oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Remember to talk through things. And it just, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And I had to make the mistake to really realize it. And so we're course correcting, we're course correcting now. And I wasn't planning on course correcting this until later in the year. Like I wanted to do it around when we published the hundredth episode of this podcast. And when it gets a little closer to like the end of the year stuff and whatever. But I also realized, I think the podcast has taken a hit because of changing the name. Now I expected it's, it might take a hit from changing the name because the name is changing, but I think it's taken a hit because it's made it more unclear as to what this actually has to offer and what it's for and whom it's for. And I'm going to get into, I'm planning an episode soon on lessons that I've learned from podcasting. And I, I'll talk more about that in, in that future episode, but it, it made it unclear. And I think that it was a mistake overall. So I'm changing everything quicker. So you already know what the salute, what the, what the solution here is, because if you're listening to this, you can already see that the name has changed. So so the name of the name of the podcast moving forward is going to be the scaling lounge and so i just want to talk a little bit about branding in general because that's you know i want this to be useful for you and not just a lesson in like my mistake so you know the lesson in branding is you know you really want to think about how do you want to make someone feel so soulpreneur wasn't really cutting it for me in that sense you know when i think about when I think about how I want to make someone feel, a lot of that for me ties into legacy. So I don't know that I ever talked about legacy public publicly. I have definitely talked about legacy with people, but I don't think ever 
in public forum. So legacy to me, there's macro legacy. And that's like, I think that's the more traditional way of thinking about legacy in the sense of, you know, what are you leaving behind that people can remember you for? How people are going to remember you once you are gone, once you're not there. And that might be once you're gone, like from the world, or that might be once you're gone from the conversation. So it doesn't have to be like after you're dead. (laughs) necessarily but also but also that that's your that's your macro legacy but i think your micro legacy is how you make people feel in the moment and that definitely contributes to how someone remembers you after you're like no longer standing in front of them a lot of that comes down to micro legacy and how you how you are contributing to the thoughts and feelings of a person that you have an interaction with so right now this is this is micro legacy i'm you are experiencing my micro legacy simply through having an interaction with me through content listening to me speak about my thoughts and my feelings and my beliefs and the actions that i'm taking and etc cetera, etc cetera. that's imp- whether you're like no this is stupid i don't agree with it or you're like wow this is impactful and this is you know this is meaningful and this is interesting to me in whatever whatever kind of way this is making me think about this larger thing whatever your takeaway is from it you are experiencing in this moment a a piece of a micro legacy because whether you like it, dislike it, whatever, like it's leaving an imprint on you in such a way that is, you know, you might not remember it in the future, but also you might. And, you know, that that's micro legacy. I don't want to get too much further into that, but that's micro legacy. And so when I think about like, what is the imprint that I'm trying to leave on someone? It's not necessarily about like Soulpreneur didn't cut it. Solpreneur didn't cut it. And to be completely honest, I don't know that the scaling lounge completely cuts it either, but it gets, I think it gets closer. And I think that this is a larger, like there's a larger conversation at play here around the bigger things that I want for my life, but it gets so much closer to like what I'm actually trying to do with this business in this moment. So Solpreneur, like if you listen to the very first episode of this podcast, way long time ago. It was really wasn't that long. It was a lot of episodes ago. It was 80 some episodes ago, but it was less than a year ago because I'm, I've been publishing two episodes a week for quite consistently for a while. So, you know, I talked about in the very first episode, how I basically burnt my business to the ground. And the reason that I needed to do that was because I, when I closed my studio, which if you don't know, I had a performing arts nonprofit. Uh, half of it was uh, an educational studio, it was dance acting, music education. And then the other half of it was a theater company. And when I when I left that, when I walked away from that, I lost my identity in a in a very real way. I didn't know who I was. Like if I was not the person who was building this massive thing in the arts, I didn't know who I was. Now I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to tie my identity with a business again. I don't ever want that again. That was a big lesson for me. But also it was, I had an identity crisis that went on for years. I talked, I talked, you know, we'll link this in the show notes so that in case anybody wants to go back and listen to that, you you can. But it talks about, you know, it talks about how I, like I really had to come full circle around, there was a lot of growth and a lot of burning things to the ground around my own identity and who I thought I was and where I thought I was going and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of that was tied to like a journey of healing that I had gone on and a lot of self-discovery and all that good stuff. And so Soulpreneur was the, was like the derivative of that because I had, I was doing like more energetic business coaching and 
I was doing human, I was doing a lot with human design and I realized that I didn't want to do those things together. I learned that very quickly that I didn't like them together. And so I split, okay, I want a human design business. And then I want the coaching business. And I realized quickly, no, I don't want the human design business, but the coaching business. And once I realized that I didn't want to tie the two things together, well, I already had, well, I'm going to do it as solopreneur. And so I just rolled with that because I didn't want to be flaky. And I realized now that like, I'm, there's always, I'm, I am a flaky person. Like I change my mind. (laughs) I like to change my mind. It's because I have ideas all the time and I just have to get over that. And I just have to not care what people think. So if you are that type of person also, like it's okay to be a little flaky, like use discernment around when is the right time to just say like, okay, I'm going to let my, like if people think I'm a flake, then that's fine. But I'm also like, I know that in order for me, like I need to do this. I know that I need to do this. So yeah, I'm being a little flaky, changing changing the name of my business. And I'm being a little flaky, changing the name of my podcast. For, I think it's only been like a month or something, a month or two, I don't know. But I realized it wasn't right. And I'm doing it. I would rather do it now rather than later. So that's just not it. The branding behind the name didn't really match the name itself. Like the solopreneur branding didn't really match the name. The name was confusing around the spirituality and religion piece. Like there's just a lot of it that just didn't, it, it wasn't working for me. So I went back to the drawing board of how I wanted to make people feel because that's the that's the essence of branding. How do you want to make people feel? So for me, like I knew that my business, I wanted it to feel kind of like a party. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be joyful. And I still wanted all that. I still want the joy and the kind of like a party, but I wanted to feel more like a sophisticated cocktail party with like with some energy behind it. And there's limitless possibilities. So that's where the, that's where the, my brand is shifting toward in the future. And I realized that I want to prioritize personal brand, not because I want to prioritize personal brand. I actually could not care less about that. I don't really care much about being in the spotlight. That's, I think that's, you know, that's very representative of like my background in the arts. I would way rather direct than be on stage. I like, I like being the one who's like, I've got the vision for how I want things to look and to feel and move the pieces around and I've got the strategy behind it, but I don't need to be the one on stage. Don't get me wrong. I like being on stage. I like speaking on stages, but I don't like, I like to, it's that, that's not as fun to me. Now talking about strategy on stage, that's different. That's a different story. And I, you know, I'm going too far into the weeds on that. I don't, I don't need to get farther into that. Like, I just have never felt drawn to, oh, I want to be in the spotlight. I want to be the, you know, I want people people to know the name Adrian Galliot. Like I really couldn't care less to be completely honest. So it's never been like, oh, I want a personal brand. No, I don't really care. But what I do care about is that I have a much bigger vision around thought leadership and where I want to go with that. And I, I'm, I want to write a book. I'm working on writing a book and I want to build multiple companies and all of it. Like when I look at, I'm just, I'm basically shooting myself in the foot to ignore personal brand. It's <laughs> what I'm doing. And I know enough about building businesses and brands to know that I'm shooting myself in the foot and I'm just being, I'm just being like purposely obtuse in, in saying, well, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm building a, not a personal brand because if you want those things for yourself, like personal brand is really going to matter. That, and that's just what it comes down to. And I've ignored it for a long time because I've been, I don't know, maybe I wasn't ready for it. Mm, saying that out loud, these things that I realize when I say them out loud, I don't know, maybe I wasn't ready for it. I think that's probably a big part of it. And so I know that that's something I, I want to prioritize at this point. So I am moving back to a personal brand. My By the time this publishes, I don't think my solopreneur account will have rolled over because I already have, I don't need to get into all that. The solopreneur account will become at Adrian Gallia on Instagram. And I'm going to build the scaling lounge outside of that. So the programs will be underneath it. We're going to figure, I don't have all this figured out to be completely honest. Like we're going to sort of figure it out. It is a little bit of that building the plane or 
yeah, building the plane while we're already flying it. But I know that it's going to make the most sense for me to build that personal brand and then build this other brand around it. And it took me a long time to land on the name, the scaling lounge. Like I said, I'm not even sure that that's still 100% right, but like it's there. It's so much closer because the brand is built around helping six to seven figure business owners scale. And we are not anti-work, but we're not really about hustle. And we've got big dreams. We want it on our terms and we are people first lifestyle supportive. Like that's what the essence of the brand is about. And so I think the scaling lounge makes a lot of sense because it's about growth and, and scaling your business, but also like the, the lounge implies like chill out, relax, come, come, you know, grab a, grab a cocktail or grab something, grab a fizzy beverage, 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 you know, and, and sort of chill out, like let's make things happen, but let's also not take ourselves so seriously. We like forget what it's, what we're doing this for. So that's the scaling lounge. I think it makes sense. And I like it. So the brand design itself, I'm really excited to show you what this is going to look like. I think when this publishes, it will not, it will not, it's going to happen in stages probably by the next week. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to wait. I want to do it now that I know that I'm doing this. I want to do it all right now. So it'll happen. So if it's not already, if I really can't contain myself, then maybe it will already be there. But the brand design itself is going to be a little bit more elegant, but still fun, uh, a little darker, still with like bright poppy colors, but a little darker in general. And yeah, I'm really excited to hear from you all about this and where things are going. This is sort of a different episode because it's not like really teaching anything. But I guess if there is a teaching moment in this, it's Do you have a brand that feels right to you? Like if you've been feeling off with your brand, then like, let's talk about it. How do you, how can we make it feel more aligned to where you're at? Maybe it's not a name change. Maybe it's not making like a drastic change like I am doing, but if it doesn't feel right for you anymore, how can we start to tweak it to be more of like what your vision is building toward? Because for me, Soulpreneur was not the, the vision that I was really building toward. I was just figuring out how to like make it work. And once I really was clear on that, then I knew that it was time. It was time to change. And so that's where that's where we're at. Soulpreneur is still, it's going to be the legal name, at least for now, like Soulpreneur. I knew that I wanted Soulpreneur to be a company that built other companies. And so I'm leaving that where it is. It's just not going to really be public facing. So that's that's the story. That's the story. That's the mistake I made. I made the, the big mistake is that I chose the name to begin with. But the bigger mistake was really that that I went, I doubled down on it. And that's what I needed to do to realize that it was the mistake to begin with. So um, I'd love to know your insights on this. I want to bring you along this journey. I don't want to do this in a vacuum. I don't want to rebrand in a vacuum. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'd love to know if this resonates. Like find me on Instagram, whatever my Instagram handle is at the time that you listen to this, find me on Instagram and let me know what you think. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you what you want from me and from the brand in the future. Like, I don't say that to be like, oh, I'll sell you something. Um, Cause I actually, I want this to be a community. Like I actually don't care. The, the goal of the podcast is to build a community, not to like monetize everything. Although my podcast was built to be my primary source of lead generation, but like, I'm not going to try to sell you something. I, I truly genuinely know like why you're here, what you're interested in, what, what I can do to help you in your own business journey. So I will leave it at that. And I will see what's, what's happening in the next one. I want to start putting little teasers at the end of this. So in the next, in the next episode is the last part of 
the four-part series that I did with my friend Steve on scaling your course or group coaching program, where we're going to be talking more about launching. So if that is going to be interesting to you, then tune in to Thursday's episode with Steve on scaling your course or group coaching program. We're going to be talking about launching, and I will see you in the next one. Well, friend, we have reached the end of another episode, but before you go, I wanted to ask if you found this episode helpful, inspirational, or insightful, or hopefully a little bit of all three. And if so, I would really appreciate your leaving a five-star review or sharing it with your friends on social media. And if you do, I would love to send you a complimentary copy of my month-by-month yearly planning template, which is kind of the greatest spreadsheet of all time. (laughs) I love making spreadsheets. It's amazing to organize what you're planning, what you're promoting, and what you're preparing. It'll organize your launches, your content, what your team should be working on if you've got a team, and it includes a video training to get you going with the with the template. And all you've got to do is take a screenshot of your review and then tag me on Instagram in a story, or you can DM it to me at Sustainable Scaling. I appreciate your support so much, and I will catch you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,